आई वी एम वेलकम टू एब्सोल्यूटली राइट आई एम योर होस्ट अदिति सुराना आर गेस्ट टूडे इज शिफा मैत्रा a media consultant with more than 25 years of experience in tv radio and films she is also the host of ivm's new hindi and english show smile india a podcast where shifa shares some good and positive things happening in our country i must say it's a treat to talk to uninhibited curious and creatively stimulated people here are some questions that we discussed on this episode that may pique your interest Why do some people need more and more challenges to feel stimulated and happy? Why is a disorganized mind a creative person's superpower? What part of your handwriting depicts an intellectual and creative zone? And what is a personal lifetime learning project? The father of analytical psychology Carl Jung said, "We may think that we fully control ourselves." However, a close friend can easily reveal something about us that we have absolutely no idea about. To a graphologist like me, handwriting becomes a doorway to know those parts of your personality that at times even unknown to you. On a Wednesday episode, we invite a guest on the show and I interview them on the basis of their handwriting. Some of you may wonder if this subject is even legit or just some sort of frivolous talk to make people feel good about themselves. I know this because I thought the same a few years ago. Why not give it a try and find out for yourself? I can't wait to begin. Shifa will be joining us on the other side of this short break. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, welcome to another great week on the IVM Podcast Network. If you're not following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Paytm Money. It really has been a great week this week. We've had two of our first international cricketer show up. Uh, people have played for their respective sides. We had W V Raman come on Edges and Sledges, the cricket podcast. If you haven't heard that, you should be listening to that if you enjoy cricket. It's really one of the best out there. And you should also definitely check out Monty Panesar, who showed up on Cyrus Says. Uh, that was another really interesting conversation that occurred. If you haven't been listening to a few of our shorter shows, please do that as well. Ashish Vidyarthi has been doing a great job for us. We got 30 episodes now on Begin the Journey. I think you'll really enjoy that show if you haven't listened to it. It helps. Helps you with like you know understanding what's going on in this tough time and how do you deal with it from a mental health perspective. We've also had some really fun stuff come up on the Smile India show. Shifa's been doing a lot of really good stories over there. Things would just make you happy, so definitely do check that out. And on the more serious side, make sure that you're checking out our regular shows like the Pragati Podcast, All Things Policy. They're definitely going to keep you up to date on what's going on in this COVID world. And with that, let's get you on with your show. Welcome to Absolutely Right. Today we have Shifa Maitra with us. Shifa uh, I want to really know about your journey I am so impressed and also mesmerized looking at your career in media from journalism to radio to news channel to tv channel and now in production like please tell us about it Firstly I need to say thank you for having me on your show because I am very intrigued and I'm very excited about knowing how is it possible that through my handwriting you can know you know a whole lot of things about me or about anyone Thank you so much. Now we will just reveal that, like how exactly you're gonna find out so much more. I'm curious. I'm curious to to really know. So please tell us about your career, where it began, and uh, how did the podcast happen? Like, what's the journey like? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. So I've been in the media forever. I mean, for many many years. And I started out with journalism. Then I moved to television, and then I 
um, moved to radio when radio opened up in India uh, as a private FM channels. And mm-hmm. after which I, did, uh, I moved back to television, then I did a short stint with feature films. And uh, then digital started exciting me and I did a whole lot of, uh, you know, I worked on uh, a live digital platform and then I helped set up a few more. And uh, I mean, especially after radio, audio is something that I really, really enjoy. And Mm -hmm. uh, so I think it's a combination of, you know, journalism, audio, all of it. And uh, what happened was uh, how Smile India came about is that uh, I have a page on Facebook and on Pinterest mm-hmm. called Good News Indians, where okay. every day, every day I curate good news about India. So that you know, uh, I have about four pieces, which includes videos, articles, photographs. So that you know, I just feel that all of us need to look at the brighter side of India as well, because we're constantly, whether it's social media, whether it's news channels, whether it's you know. Everyone's cribbing about what's wrong with the country, but True. I want to say that here is a lot right with the country as well. So that's how my. So page. many many a times the the idea of news is associated with telling us what is going wrong and what has broken and you know isn't it like isn't that the idea with which people look for information, especially the people who make and produce news. Yeah, because that's what sells and it's, you know, uh, building on the people's fears. And I think what I would like to do or what I'm aiming to do is exactly the opposite. I'd like to build faith because I really think that, you know, if there's uh, something that's wrong and that's being highlighted, hey, here's something that's right. And I think that needs to be spoken about as well. And also... Uh, with the podcast when with the IVM team when we were discussing it uh, there's also a little bit that I put in every podcast which is a call to action which is something that you can do you know something simple that you can do that can make a difference to your life and hence to you know a few people around you and stuff like that so yeah it's, it's a small step but I think it's important yeah, a small step where you can take responsibility to solve the problem instead of talking about it and only only exactly. cribbing about it. That's so amazing. That's so nice. Thank you so much for doing that. I think in the lockdown period, uh, your podcast was launched around that time and it was such a perfect time for us to hear all of that. It was really, really helpful. I hope people keep listening to it after the lockdown as well. <laughs> So, uh, I'm going to ask you a question that is uh, sometimes discomforting for people, but especially for the guests. So, I'm going to ask you the question and let's see where where our conversation goes. Uh, Shifa, what would you like me to speak about looking at your handwriting? You tell me what what my handwriting says to you. That's something I'm very curious about. Okay, so people who are new to this podcast, the conversation, the interview that I'm going to have with Shifa right now will be based on a subject called graphology, where I'm going to look at her handwriting sample, which I already have in my hand. And I'm going to talk about some personality related concerns, challenges, trends, uh, and behavioral patterns. So the idea is to build different perspective. So when uh, you're listening, uh, and you are listening to this conversation as a third person, you may reflect in your life and you may reflect uh, on a particular issue. And that's exactly is the objective of this conversation. So please feel free uh, to look at a situation, an example, while Shifa uh, is on the hot seat, hot seat right now, 
we will look at what all one can do and you know not only for her for, but for all of us in a way so shifa the first thing that comes to my mind is the enormous amount of energy that you have if you are left in a room by yourself you come up with 25000 ideas in 10 minutes you literally have that much capacity to jump from one point to another connect completely unrelated thoughts together and build something or other so it's not now that explains why your career has gone through so many different areas uh, in the in the space of media probably yeah i guess so because you know and uh, sometimes what you said is absolutely right but what tends to happen is that i totally forget that i have put uh, coffee on the it's <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> you know sometimes i get so uh, you know involved, absorbed uh, absorbed in what i'm thinking and doing and that i totally forget that there's also something called you know a time frame or things <laughs> that needs to be done so yeah so that's i guess you know in handwriting we speak about it uh, every handwriting is broken into three zones so one zone is of intellectual stimulation uh where you you know the loops that we make in l and h like all the loops are all the top parts of your writing and then you have right. everyday uh part of writing which is the middle part which represents your stomach or you know like basically a roti kapda makan comes in the middle section and then you have lower section where your y loops and g loops and f at times goes and that right. is a part of your physical and financial uh, movement that that you know even sexual activities now when i look at your handwriting it is predominated by the intellectual part and it's so interesting now that it's not only about the coffee but anything that becomes everyday without any challenge or mundane in a way you start finding your ways to move out of that conversation or out of that space Tell me about <laughs> it yeah <laughs> it's not i cannot handle if i am yes. you know told to do the same thing every day i will like for me my biggest nightmare uh, of fear is that what if i had to work in a biscuit factory and pack biscuits <laughs> every day i'm like that is something i would not be able to do so yeah <laughs> i need to be constantly you know yeah the, i'm very happy you're not working in a biscuit factory because we would have had different shapes of biscuits from that factory for sure totally <laughs> So so that's that's so interesting. So even if you uh, look at any area that is you know very very challenging you want to enhance the challenge. You want to have different kind of challenge. So it's not only about simple things are boring for you. Even challenging things can get boring if the challenge does not uh, stimulate you. That's true. that that is and uh, you know so which is why i mean the way i see it a part of it is yeah it's very exciting but uh, yes. at times it does get uh, you know i mean it um how should i put it that i don't really uh, i'm getting restless by the time i have to get to the end of something and close the loop yes oh, yeah. yes that that's true and uh, i would also say another part of the same trait is working with people because they do not understand why uh, you know as a team you require to come up with new challenges all the time and most of the time people have this need to come to a solution and get the problem out of the way 
So when they feel, okay, now I'm getting this problem out of my way and now I will move to stability, you come up with a newer problem. So a newer challenge or newer journeys. So if people are not up for it, the team genuinely does not know what exactly to do to be in your good books or to please you or to kind of, you know, to work with you in a long run. So I must say this, that one of the ways in which you can really, really deal with this challenge is by breaking your idea into smaller bite-sized pieces for them. It may require some work, but, you know, people do feel confused. Sometimes when you are in your uh, excitement, you might not realize it, but people around you do find it challenging to not know where the next step lies. Because and they also appreciate they appreciate your talent and appreciate your work and and your enthusiasm more than anything else. But it would be right. easier for you and for them if uh, the task is broken in bite-sized pieces. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, yeah, actually, that's a very valid point because what tends to happen also is because I'm so excited about it and I, you know, I mean, I've got that from my team members sometimes that. I tell them, but you know, I just told you about it. And they're like, no, you didn't. And I realized yeah. that I think I've told them because, you know, I expect them to, or I may have said it in passing and expect them to also, you know, be decoded. as as me or, you know, decoded. yeah, decoded. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it, decode, I, I think that's the only word, uh, relevant word here because it is a lot of decoding when you are excited and especially let's look at it. Okay. The idea also, you're that visionary who can see things that other people cannot. Now, they rely on you because they don't have the vision. They don't have that idea, ideation or that space to, to move at the, the, the speed at which you move. So you are in the driving seat, but somebody has to do the maintenance job. And they, will, they, does, they, you know, they, they cannot move at your pace and they require the amount of time they do. So, yes. Yeah, no, and I, I totally, you know... Uh, uh, over the years and you know uh, it's a great thing but most of the teams that I've worked with we've all continued to be in touch and be friends and I've realized that you know the um, how do I put it the stuff which I find boring and they do so well I'm really mm-hmm. really grateful that you know I have them and they can do the excel sheets or make the PPT mm, of course because, you know I can do the uh, ideation or you know uh, as said I can it's you know, instantly say, okay, I want that person to be cast in this. But they're the ones who yeah. will go and find that person, get me the number, talk to them and all of that. So yeah, so it's it's important that I, I buy your point that I need to be more clear in communicating what exactly I want. Yes, because like, you know, I, I feel most of the time people when they're creative, uh, they also tend to be slightly more disorganized than other people. Oh, yeah. Because of their thinking, because of, the, you know, you think as a collective project and not necessarily in the details of it. Now that becomes pressurizing. But I must say that that is a strength. Like if you start uh, being orderly, if you start doing things in the way everyone else is doing, then you would lose your charm. And I think that is very important to hold on to. Most people uh, do not get this, you know, most of the time when people feel that they are being very excited. Uh, generally, in, in a social connotation, people tend to tone themselves down. People tend to be softer and you know not barge in and not do things that are not approved by others. 
But then we have Shifa who would not give up and who would hold on to her battle no matter how tough it becomes. Secretly yeah, speaking, I don't know any other way. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, secretly speaking. She hopes that the battle becomes even tougher so that she can enjoy it and bring the Wonder Woman out. So <laughs> totally, yes. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I mean, which is also, uh, I think, you know, works as a disadvantage at times because I uh, honestly I can't uh, if something is going to bore me or if. Uh, something is not <laughs> going to be exciting enough. I I dread that. Whether it's going, yes. you know, for a dinner with some place where I think I'm going to get bored with these people, or if I <laughs> start watching a film and it hasn't caught me in the first five minutes, I'm like, what am I doing here? So yeah, sure. so I agree that that is also an issue that probably you can tell me how I need to work on. Yeah. So I think uh, one of the things you can do, genuinely do, is to uh, not reduce the pace at which you work, but induce activities which can bring more calmness. Like I feel uh, sometimes just observing things or birds or plants closely uh, Mm -hmm. can be really engaging, but not something that you would think naturally. But if you train yourself to do that five minutes a day, so, for example, I would have said breath watching, but that's not happening. That's too slow for you. But if you no, look no, at actually, a, I know I I've started doing that, and I really find very, that calming. So I oh, try that's and amazing. do that every night. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing because I feel that is one of the things that you can pick up, uh, but it can be really, really difficult because somebody whose mind is that active without any activity holding onto the calmness is is challenging. So that's why I didn't say I, breath I did, watching. I, I did take it up as a challenge and that's why I had to get it right. And now nice. that I've got it right, I'm enjoying it thoroughly. <laughs> nice. Very. And please hold on to that practice. We have something yeah. uh, called flow of thoughts in our graphotherapy stroke where you can literally use a stroke that can allow your mind to calm down. And it's a, it's a repetitive movement, but it allows you to, to feel more connected with your body and your mind together. Similar to breath watching. Yeah, so so actually, and people who are really creative and hyperactive, we give that stroke as a therapy specifically to them to make sure that you have a physical movement that you can coordinate your breath with. So I will send you the details yeah, of it. That and also. Really <laughs> so, uh, so that I feel inducing activities which require you to be more engaged with them. And I think we, you do that. Uh, are you into like a lot of... Uh, perfection when it comes to your shot division which part of filmmaking do you really uh, get immersed in and feel calm with actually surprisingly it's writing which is okay. uh, yeah something that I do by myself of course mm-hmm. I enjoy you know working with the team and I enjoy the uh, rush on the set and you know uh, post-production all of it but yeah mm-hmm. uh, just the actual you know uh, developing the concept or writing it out, that's the bit I enjoy the most. Nice. And I, I can see in your writing that you do have a natural uh, natural talent for this. Like before you learned how to write correctly, you already had that 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 art in you and this became an expression. So nice. So I nice. hope so, yeah. <laughs> so Shifa, I have a question. Yeah. Now, uh, taking a journey in the field that you have taken, what were your right. challenges? Like, you know, moving careers, you worked in Nepal, you worked you know, in India, like 
working on yeah. these large projects what were the challenges i think each uh, project or each uh, in my case each uh, you know area uh, or field that i got into was uh, came with its own set of challenges but uh, what i find is that like you know like you said that's the kind of person i am and that's what interests me so mm-hmm. um, just the fact that you know uh, like when radio just opened up and we realized how exciting it could be and the you know uh, how it was literally the theater of the mind where mm-hmm. before that i'd been working with visuals and now you had to create that visual in the mind of the listener only through mm-hmm. the voice of the you know radio jock artist and, true yeah so that was really interesting and how it was so interactive so that was wonderful where you could get people to think a certain way or get them to you know respond and uh, which unlike television which is a film which is a passive medium as in right. you're very immersed in it but there's nothing you can do you can't you know get in there you can't and participate the story. yeah true true okay so that's what you know learning that for radio was challenging but it was great fun and then uh, you know moving back to feature films it's literally you know it's it's very it's a huge responsibility because what you're putting out there is impacting a whole lot of lives in that sense because True. you know in our country especially films are taken very seriously so when a character is saying a certain line and you know if at that stage you feel that this is sounding very sexist or whatever you need to yeah. open uh, you know put your foot down and say no can we change this because this is not a not, line that i you know i'd like to i want to represent yeah yeah True. or have college kids you know use on each other all the time so yeah so that was another challenge in in that sense with feature film the other thing that you know i guess what radio did to me which i'm very grateful to is that uh, you learn speed because everything is live and everything is immediate you know right. which is also true with uh, newspapers and stuff but with tv and more so with um, feature film it's a very long process tv is also faster as in you know you have right a deadline by which true. but in feature film by the time you know the script is written your actors are cast and it actually goes into production sometimes it's about a year so for True. that you need a lot of patience yeah so that was a challenge on but again the the high of actually seeing the film out there on the silver screen Large screen yeah. yeah 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 oh yeah my dad was an art director so oh, i i you know like as a as a creator the challenges that you spoke about but i also feel there are uh, like in your handwriting when i look at it there are so many personal journeys and so many ways in which you broke barriers and yes. creating lot of personal you know struggles or you know like inviting struggles in your life mostly people <laughs> deal with struggles which are external but you have invited struggles in your life <coughs> which i find so my writing says that yes yes and the kind of yeah, independent it. person you are you have also made sure that you uh, complete the loops or you you whatever responsibilities you had taken on a personal ground you go about it and make sure you deliver on on that yeah actually yeah that, that is because like you know uh, from a um, as in my uh, from my from the time when i was in school and stuff because my uh 
parents were, you know, my mother was a teacher and my uh, father was, uh, had his own business and stuff. So it was just assumed that, you know, and my mother was a biology teacher. So it was like, okay, okay she'll do science and, you know, probably or yeah. my father was like, you know, do computers and then join the business. And I was like, no, I want to be a journalist. <laughs> and they were like, what? And then I got like, you know, I scored really well in class 10 and they were like, with these marks, you can't be doing arts. And I was like, no, yeah, I, I know. We had that stigma back in the day. Yes, yes. And I was like, no, I'm very clear that I, this is what I want to do. And yeah, that is one thing. But for that, I have to give, you know, my parents the credit that they were like, you know, if you're doing, do what you want to, but do it on your own merit. Wow. So, which is what I've done throughout that, you know, whether it's, you know, like I got into, uh, mass communication because of journalism, because I wanted to do journalism. I'd written articles earlier. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was a one-year course. And by the end of the course, I was like, I want to get into advertising. And they mm-hmm. were like, but why? You know, you, you know, wanted <laughs> to... I was like, no, that's very interesting. That's what I want to do. And I got into Lintas, which was which still is a very uh, big agency. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, one I of the my... best that time, right? Yeah. And I did my internship at Lintas and then they offered me a job. And I said, no, because it was like, I'm there for (laughs) three months, I think. And then I I said, no, I don't want to do journalism. And then when I went home and, you know, my parents were just amused by me (laughs) saying that, okay, so what is it that you finally want to do? (laughs) Whatever I'm having fun with, that's important. True. And I'm so happy that that objective of your life has not left you. I feel sometimes people begin with that excitement and uh, as life happens, they go away from that idea. That has not happened for you, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, and of course there have been, you know, times when I've questioned myself, like, you know, I was doing... Of course. uh, Yeah, a whole lot of, you know, I was doing very well with television in Bombay and I decided to move to Delhi where there was no television. And it was something that I wanted to do uh, because, you know, personal reasons and... I have absolutely no regrets because I, what I did uh, from there onwards is again something that, you know, I would have never done if I continued to be in a, you know, channel job in Bombay. So I'm just connecting this point to the, the initial conversation where we began that challenges and, and adventure for you is the key to make any decision or any choice in life. It's so beautiful yeah. to see, you know, how <laughs> and writing talks about it. But I feel fascinated by the stories as you are revealing those parts. I'm just looking at your writing and I'm falling in love with the, the correlation it is it is uh, showing. Yeah, even I'm amazed that, you know, my writing <laughs> actually told you this. What it was very true that, you know, and, uh, and, and I know that even um, it's not like, you know, I outgrow people but at times you know probably say you know four years ago five years ago I would be very happy sitting and chatting with some people about you know mundane stuff or going shopping for hours and today I can't see myself do that and while I'm not at all judging I hate judging people them for doing what they are but I'm like please don't expect me to be part of this and but Shifa you haven't outgrown them you have outgrown yourself Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And you keep outgrowing yourself and that is the beauty of your journey, which to an outsider may look like, uh, you know, uh, unplanned, uh, 
like really reckless journey to look at but for yeah, you yeah, no. the the commitment to outgrow yourself is the most important thing and i can't tell you how amusing that is because it that, is. that i, I mean, know at, at times it is it at times it like i said it makes me think also that you know why would i not want to be in a job that gives me a you know paycheck every month but i'm like i'm done with that and i want to do other things so i'm you know and the thing is that it's it's very interesting because you know there are on this uh, you know as a producer as a creative producer there's so much more i get to do and so many new things to learn so i'm loving it so i it's in it is in a new thing so every time you would pick up something and if it starts uh, making you feel bored i would yeah. request do not drop the activity just look for okay. intensifying it now we can have uh, learning curves which are horizontal which means you pick up one thing and then you drop it you pick up another thing which also happens to you in many other cases other than your work but hmm. then there are vertical learning curves which means i look at something and i say okay other people haven't found it but what can i do to intensify this journey what can i do to okay. make it even better in the same journey so uh, if people you know if you are getting really bored of the conversation that they are having now can you observe them closely can you look at the motives under their conversation why are they making the choices that they are making i'm not saying you have to be part of that conversation but i'm just saying right. how one can intensify the moment instead of trying to switch the channel you know it's like literally uh, every moment can become your way to intensify your own learning curve and i speak about this a lot and i think i must right. talk about the idea of having a personal lifetime project but i'm going to do that on the other side of the break so okay. stay tuned and great beta did you know 79% of all scientists in nasa are indian only dekho india mein tax sirf middle class bharti hai everyone is just enjoying free yaar aajkal ke youngsters are only interested in partying and enjoying unko desh ki padi hi nahi hai beta tum bas shaadi kar lo uske baad to you can enjoy life like anything i will tell you what this country needs this country needs 15 years of dictatorship that is the only the only way to become a superpower see the chinese how much they've progressed suno so tumne ye whatsapp forward dekha So what's common between all of these statements? They're all absolutely rubbish. Fake WhatsApp forwards that spread like wildfire and statements that defy any logic. They are here to debunk them all. Way of family WhatsApp groups worst nightmare. Way what happens when you read a book? Basically we're just a bunch of guys who want to cut through the bullshit of everyone saying this how it won't be true. So that the next time someone confidently squeezes out some WhatsApp or Twitter BS, you will look them dead in the eye and go uncle Please it. So join me, Joel, and me, Tushar, every Mondays for a fresh new episode of Uncle. Please sit. So we were speaking about the personal project, lifetime personal learning project that one can pick up. Yeah, Now, please tell me about that. Sounds lovely. So when we look at uh, learning things and moving forward in life, most of mm-hmm. the time we deal with situation depending on the challenge at hand. um the problems right. that we have the relationships that we go through but some people are really lucky and a part of my curiosity and passion you may say is to study high performers uh to study right. very deeply what do they do what is the correct form that they apply and what can we learn from them mm-hmm. so i saw many of these people they're so curious about one intense activity or one particular craft 
that everywhere they go, they keep finding references and learnings and keep putting into this one project. Now, in your case, you have multiple projects like that going on. So if you take a moment and if you understand, all of that would lead to one aspect. Uh, If I may see and look at your writing and say, I would say exploring unexplored areas or uncharted territories and doing it creatively could be the area if I have to look at it as a, as an overall idea, but for you, it could be doing that through, through writing or doing that right. through observing acutely. Now, whatever area that you decide uh, or mm-hmm. you, you know, agree with yourself for a few years or, you know, it did not be lifetime. You might not be able to commit right away, but if you ask yourself at least for years, what do I want to really put and employ my energies into? Now it becomes a beautiful journey because no matter where you go, or I would say no matter where you're taken on the journey, you are constantly observing the same area. You're constantly looking at what you require to look at, what you require to add to your personal improvement project. That's wonderful, yeah. Because now that you say it, it is true that I find myself, you know, probably unconsciously do that. But when somebody is talking about something, like I said, you know, I probably would zone out, but I can see them as a character in a, you know, in a story, in a film. And I'm like, okay, so this is how they talk. And so, you know, do they do this, you know, touch their hair all the time, even when they're angry or when they're happy. And that's kind of, you know, goes into another tangent, but you're right. Yeah. So maybe I need to write those things down. And so that, I can look at it and see what comes out. So if you're constantly feeding into that project, then I also feel it becomes a very beautiful journey. And and I think you would agree with this, that sometimes I feel I'm, I'm taken into a conversation, into a zone, into this very weird situation where I find the clue of that project to look at, you know, like I I feel for me, as I'm saying that studying high performer and analyze their uh, key areas as a thing. So sometimes I'm put into a situation or suddenly I see a book somewhere, but the communication with your own journey or your own project is on. And I feel that is so beautiful because then life becomes a game and then you're constantly playing and looking for clues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is and it's fun. This is really, yeah, great Aditi. The, you know, the kind of things I'm learning from you are based on what you analyzed. Yeah. So, so it's, it's very fascinating. So, uh, yeah. So tell me something that, is there something in my writing, which tells you an area that I need to work upon? Yes. I feel, uh, one very, very important area for you to work upon is to allow other people's perspective. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And I'm saying allow their perspective because being a strong person and also mostly the the intelligent one in the room, you tend to have better ideas. But Mm -hmm. the other part of the story, uh, having a team that feels included, having a team that is also working at their best or Mm -hmm. also in personal relationships. You are given an authoritative position naturally. You are like a born leader. So wherever you are, people look at you and they expect you to solve the problems and you do a good job at it. 
So when you are uh, good at something and when you're constantly validated or appreciated for that skill, you Mm -hmm. tend to believe, and all of us go through that phase where we believe that we are really good at it and we did not listen to people uh, or we got it, we got the game correct. But I feel that can be a way to not grow further. That could be a way to not have the engagement and bonds with people around. And that also leads to a lot of irritation when people do not follow what you think is correct, which might be correct, but it's just that uh, there's a sense of feeling that if it is correct and if it is the best possible option, why won't you do it? And that can become enforcing for people around. That's wonderful, yeah, because I guess everybody needs to find their own answers. So I need to yes. probably give space to, yeah. And when you would listen and when you would allow them to have their opinions in the conversation, you'll be surprised at how much people have waited for you to do that. Because, uh, you know, I feel sometimes when you are a titan in the room, uh, these minute things become like the coffee on the gas. It's not that you don't want to pay attention, (laughs) but you you tend Mm. to miss it because the priority and the excitement for the larger idea is much more. So I think it's just that coffee which requires some attention. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) I will definitely try and I will get back to you in a couple of months and tell you. Yeah, Would love to do that. And I think that breathing exercises that you have started is, is really crucial. It will help you deal with this area a lot more. So it's kind of, it's beautiful how body and mind uh, have their own mechanism and own connection. So you think you're only doing the breathing and how will it affect my relationship? But it does because your mind uh, starts learning how to pay attention to things that are otherwise not relevant. And then it starts paying attention to everything. So it's, it's beautiful. I feel mind and body can be trained. And if one can do that, it becomes like a superpower. Superb. Thank you so much, Aditi. This is, thank you so much. So many so things lovely. to think about. Yeah. <laughs> and I know also thank you because uh, I know when you are curious, also one of the things I want to add here, it when you're listening to people and when they're giving you feedback, it's very interesting because if the person can, can actually hold the space to give you feedback is the only time you listen to the feedback. And I feel... Right. That is, that is again, connecting to the point that I spoke about. So I'm so happy, like without having much uh, interaction with me, you just jumped in and decided to open up and speak. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you for your mm-hmm. trust. It's, it's, you know, and it, it's happened, you know, uh, almost instantaneously because I just felt like, you know, uh, again, like you said about me that I gravitate towards things that excite me. And I just felt like, you know, this is a place where I'm going to learn something that's going to help me. And yeah, thank you. Uh, now I need thank to stick you. to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stick to that and intensify the challenge because you are a wonder woman. So every time you start getting bored, you just say wonder woman level up. That's, that's what you're required okay. to say. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> Lovely talking to you, Shipa. Thank Same you here. so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The author of the book Eat, Pray, Love, Elizabeth Gilbert says, When I refer to creative living, I'm speaking more broadly. I'm talking about living a life that is driven more strongly by curiosity than by fear. I agree. 
it takes courage to walk into the unknown and train yourself to figure things out many consider creativity as an ability to produce art no not true we all are creative in different ways let's talk about how to step into creativity on our friday episode Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of Absolutely Right. I'm keen to know what were your takeaways from this conversation with Shifa. Do you also suffer the challenges of a creative person or some creativity block? What action will you be taking today to improve something in your life? Do share your experience and send your questions to me on my Instagram handle at Aditi Surana. If you like this podcast, then don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on IVM Network. You can listen to us on IVM Podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Let's connect on Friday. Till then, happy writing. Do you have a night routine? Well, everyone has one. And the to-do list usually looks like this. Brush your teeth, set that alarm, get into your pajamas and switch off those screens. But here's one more to add to that list. Tune into the Positively Unlimited podcast for a dose of positive action and tips on how to build powerful mindsets. Episodes out every Monday on the IVM Podcast app, ivmpodcast.com or wherever you tune into podcasts. Are you constantly seeking happiness? Wondering how to make the most of every day? How not to let your inhibitions stop you from achieving your goals? It's now time to get your A game on. It's time to unlock your true potential. Tune in to the empowering series with me Zarina Poonawala to feel empowered in all genres of life. From behavioral skills to management skills, from health to relationships, from mental well-being to emotional well-being and of course your finances i've got you covered with these tips and tricks from me zarina and true life stories from my amazing guests you're bound to bring your purest to the table tune in to the empowering series with zarina punawala every thursday on the ivm podcast app website or wherever you listen to podcasts